Viola de Gamba was an important part of domestic music making from the early 16th century to the middle of the 17th century. Wealthy households owned a chest of vials, described by a contemporary as a large hutch with several partitions lined with green bays to keep the instruments from being injured by the weather. In such a chest would reside six vials, two treble, two tenor and two bass. Now, even with the large families of the day, that's quite a lot of instruments. So some households instructed their servants to learn to play the viol, and some recruited local musicians to join them. This changed dramatically after the restoration of Charles II in 1660. He brought with him a taste for fashionable French music associated with violins, and soon composers were writing for the violin instead of the viol. But this new introduction was not embraced by all. Purcell's contemporary Thomas Mace was suspicious of the high-prized noise of the violin, writing that it was fit to make a man's ears glow and to fill his brains full of frisks, a contrast to the sprightly, generous and heroic viol. Roger North was less critical, acknowledging that the violin had its place, However, the bass viol was an instrument that he described as noble. With its vast compass, it was wonderfully more copious than the violin. Amongst the last pieces composed for the viol in England are sonatas by Lorenzo Bocchi in his book A Musical Entertainment for a Chamber, published in 1724. Bocchi was one of the many Italians who found work in Britain during the 18th century, working in Edinburgh and Dublin. Judging by his compositions, he played the viol himself. The effetuoso movement from his sonata in D minor makes use of descending sequences in what is a reflective duet for two bass viols. It's played here by Suzanne Heinrich, Mark Cordell and Elizabeth Kenny.
That was Bocchi's Sonata in D minor, the third movement of Fetuoso, and it was played by Suzanne Heinrich, Mark Cordell, and Elizabeth Kenny. FMR. 